I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, hello, sweet listeners, and welcome back to the In the Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Victoria, otherwise known as Vic in the Meadow in all my corners of the internet. And happy Christmas Eve or Christmas Day whenever you're listening to this. I hope wherever you are, you are feeling festive and restful and hopefully not too stressed. I am going to start this episode out being so real with y'all, and then we're going to get into a little bit more festive talk, but... I am just here to say thank you to my past self for pre-recording the last two or three episodes. I recorded them about two weeks prior to each episode going up, if that makes sense. I did this for a few reasons. I'm sure a lot of y'all try and get ahead on work and whatnot in December as well, just knowing how wild and wacky it can get. And for me, it's busy season at my day job during December. So I was like, okay. Gotta make sure I'm ahead of the game in case one of these weeks I don't have time to record. And so that's exactly what I did. And I'm very glad I did because aside from work being so busy for me lately, I've just been having a tough go. And I want to keep this light and fun and fresh because it's Christmas. But a little, a little quick update on how I've been doing. If you listened to the episode a few weeks ago on the holidays and grief, I recorded that when I was in a great headspace. And I'm glad I did that. But I have been really struggling. And just having a lot of sad feelings, um, missing Boo and going into my first Christmas without him and finding joy and purpose in the holidays. So, you know, I'm trying to find the balance between feeling my feelings, but also not letting myself fall into that hole of self-pity and sadness because I do love Christmas so much, but it's been a hard couple of weeks, y'all. I have been off my game. I have not been watching my Hallmark Christmas movies. I set that stack of Christmas books aside, which I have started again and we'll get into. And on top of that, I've been a little sick. Like, I don't, I don't know fully if it's, you know, when it's like you get in your head and it's like, okay, is it burnout or is it actually sick or probably both. I always gaslight myself. Like, I just have no idea. I'm so out of tune with my body, especially right now, being in therapy still in such a hectic and emotional time of the year. 
Like, I, I don't know. My body's just going through a lot. Today when I'm recording this, actually, it is Monday. I have no idea what the number day is. It's the Monday, a week before Christmas. So the week that this episode will be going up. And I actually had to take a sick day today from work. I am digestively not feeling well. I had a sore throat this morning and I feel so fatigued and body achy. And again, I'm like, okay, is it is it a bug or is it my mental health? Because I know I've been really mentally not in a good place the last few weeks. But all that to say, negativity aside, because we acknowledge the good and the bad here, I'm actively trying to support myself and take care of myself. And that is what matters. And I am excited for future me because I'm, I'm taking the pressure off myself. I am scheduled to go into my office day job Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. And then I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I can't remember. I'm off for like five days. Whenever this episode goes live, I will be on my Christmas vacation, which is exciting. And I've been so, so stressed going into December about getting sick. And I've had all this anxiety and, you know, talking about this with my therapist, which of course the way my OCD manifests with like contamination OCD and sickness being such a center of the way my OCD presents. I've had so much stress on letting people down if I get sick and not being able to go into work. Financial distress on myself of missing work, being self-employed and not having paid sick days. And I had to call in sick this past Saturday as well when I was supposed to go in to see some clients. And I've, I've just got to a point where I'm like, you know what, it is what it is. I can't change anything. At the end of the day, I'm sure my clients don't want to get sick either. And I got to practice what I preach and take care of myself. So here we are. Now we're gonna, we're gonna get into some, some festive chitter chatter, if you will, and just keep this again, relatively light and airy and happy because I, I love Christmas. I do. And I hope me on Christmas Eve when this goes live is having a great day. So what the heck does my week look like? I'm always so nosy how everyone celebrates their Christmas. As I've mentioned before, my family, it's kind of split the way we usually celebrate. My family is Ukrainian and typically we celebrate with the, what do they call it? Like the Orthodox calendar in January. Same with New Year's. There is typically a celebration on the weekend of the 13th, 14th this year, I think technically it will fall on a Monday. Anywho, there's been so much shmishmash as I've talked about in Ukraine with when we want to celebrate and whatnot. And my mom has always just been the kind of person that's like, whenever you want to come over, whenever you want to come over in December or January, we'll just, we'll just pick our own day and we'll do it because we're not, we're not religious. So we are going to be going, or when you listen to this, it will be in the past. We're going to my parents Saturday the 23rd for our little Christmas dinner shenanigans. If you've listened to any of my setting boundaries with the holidays, etc., you know, it's it's pretty low-key in my life for Christmas on what I agree to go to. And this is my only set in stone Christmas plan. And I am really excited for it. It's just going to be my partner and I and my mom and my stepdad. I already texted my mom and I said, can we all just wear sweats or pajamas? Because I don't want any stress to perform this year. Like I don't have it in me. I want to be comfy, cozy. She said, heck yeah, that sounds like a great time. So the plan for that is to, you know, just have like a little, we usually do kind of like a 3 p.m., like a leper kind of deal. I'll be making a little tofurkey, some mashed potatoes. I try this really fun Christmas wreath recipe. You take that like Pillsbury croissant dough and spread it out in a circle and then you stuff it with brie and cranberry jam and fold the croissant dough over and bake it. 
Anyways, saw it on TikTok. Looks majestic. So I'm very excited to try making that. We'll do a tiny little gift exchange. That's the only folks that I exchange gifts with is my partner and my parents. And then this year, my partner and I decided, well, I decided this very early on and left his family plans up to him for what he wants to do. But I said, I need to be home Christmas Eve and Christmas Day this year. I need that time. I really appreciate that time. I also know my parents appreciate their own time on Christmas Day to be with each other. So I know they're not ever, ever upset about it at all. They always are so lovely to give, give me my space and say, come over whenever is good for you. But I set that boundary early on. I said, I want to be home. I want to be in the bath with a book on Christmas Eve. Christmas morning, I want to make my overnight Christmas breakfast casserole open some presents, watch Harry Potter movies, because those are Christmas movies to me, to just have a chillaxed time. I think I already mentioned it in my winter and Christmas bucket list, but I love to watch all the Christmas Friends episodes on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We also do Harry Potter movies. My partner and I have already started our Harry Potter marathon. We're about halfway through the movies as I'm recording this, so we will have to finish up Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, and the two Deathly Hollows movies on our little Christmas break. Otherwise, we don't have a ton planned. Like I said, with my Christmas books, I know I chatted about this in my Christmas bucket list episode as well, the couple of holiday books I found at the used bookstores. I guess I am about halfway into those now. I'm reading the, I think it's called the Winter Street series. I messed this up in my previous episode because I couldn't remember. I think I called it Christmas in Nantucket, which it is Christmas in Nantucket, but this series is Winter Street, Winter Stroll, Winter something else, and Winter Solstice. And they're by Ellen Hildebrandt, which is just the queen usually of summer beach reads, but every winter she tends to release winter and Christmassy books too. The Winter in Paradise series by her was one of my favorite Christmassy reads last year. So I picked up the Winter Street book at the library book sale, I think it was, for like $3. And then I've just been borrowing the rest of the series through the library with Libby. Oh my gosh, this book chat leads me to two other things we need to catch up on. Number one, and that is that Libby is currently down for me right now because the library in my city had some kind of, I, I think this is just unique to my city. I don't think it's all of Southern Ontario, but the library in my city had some kind of like cyber attack. Anyways, for the past week, all their systems have been down. All you can do is go in in person and check a book out. There's no holds in person or on Libby. Libby's like whatever you had on your shelf for audiobooks, you could finish listening to, but you can't check any books out. And they just announced today that they've managed to, I don't know, somehow protect your holds so you won't lose your spot in the lines for holds, which is amazing. But I have finished all my books that I had in Libby. I finished the Iron Flame audiobook, which I didn't, I didn't like. You can read my full review on Goodreads. And then I listened to the book number two in the Winter Street series. And now I'm like craving the next book. And I'm like, ah, I can't even check where I'm at in the holds line. And everything's going to be so delayed from this week off, which again, I'm so grateful to the library service in general and their response to this. But 
it's been tough, y'all. So I had a free trial credit for Audible and I've downloaded a book that I've been wanting to read on Audible. So I'm listening to an audiobook still and I'm just like, oh, I'm crossing my toes and my fingers that Libby is back up and running before Christmas so that over my Christmas break, I can listen to some audiobooks because I love to listen to an audiobook while I'm playing Disney Dreamlight Valley on my Switch. That is my current go-to game, the A Rift in Time DLC was released recently. I don't know if literally anyone listening to this plays Disney Dreamlight Valley. I am a cozy gamer with my Switch through and through. Anyways, I love to pop on an audiobook while I play my games and I'm just really hoping Libby gets sorted out. Anyways, the number two piece of information that I wanted to catch you up on, I met a lovely, lovely follower out in the wild at my favorite used bookstore a couple weeks ago. Tell me why. This is how I know my audience is so aligned with me because every time in the past year that I've met any, you know, followers or listeners or whatever, I don't know the the proper word, any of y'all, it's always at a bookstore. It has happened three times at chapters. And this was my first used bookstore experience meeting one of you. And it was so, so sweet. So shout out to Brianna from Tennessee, which I also thought was just wild because I live in Southern Ontario and I'm like, brother, like what, what, what are you doing up here? Their partner is from up here that I got to the bottom of it, but I was like, this is wild. This is the furthest away connection that I have made in real life with someone from my platforms. And it was very, very exciting. Got to see what books they were buying. Got to show what books I was buying and my partner. It was all just so so lovely. I get so in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm in sweats. I was on my period. Like, oh, and then at the end of the day, I'm like, they definitely don't care. I'm just in my own head. I'm like, that is so on brand for me because I, I am here to be comfortable. I am going out in sweats. Like I, that, this is real. This is me. Anyways, I wanted to mention that because that was really cool. My my partner always thinks it's like the coolest thing ever. He's my number one fan of my online presence. And I get so embarrassed and like, nah, when the people really close to me, my mom is also one of my number one fans, watch what I make and see this, I don't know, whatever interactions. Cause I'm like, I am just a person and these are all my friends. And it's, it's just really an interesting uh, engagement to see how those in like my real life see this happening. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, back on the rails with my Christmas books. I actually found a few really great winter reads at the used bookstore a couple weeks ago as well. A couple of which I've read already. I think one was called The Overnight Guest by Heidi. Oh, I'm going to butcher it because I think she's Swedish, her last name. Gudensamt not gonna try there. You can you can find it on my Goodreads. Anyways, it was a winter thriller and I've fallen into this rabbit hole of like Scandi winter thrillers, which is a very popular genre apparently. So that's something I'm gonna be diving further into this winter. Found another one called Breathless, which I can't remember the author of. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list for over the holidays and kind of also winter themed thriller. But first I'm finishing my two Christmas rom-coms that I have right now. I think it's called like the holiday switch or something about two twins who switch places in each other's lives over the Christmas for like a Christmas baking competition and all of this. That's my current read. And then I have In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. And I love Christina Lauren's writing. I still don't understand how two people write under that name in one book. I'm not sure in author world how the heck that works, but 
I'm very excited to read that. I'm hoping they will get me just more in the, the holiday spirit. No, I thought I was going to have them all read so much earlier, but then I fell into this Christmas funk and I was like, don't push. <laughs> don't push. Live your life. Get to them when you're ready. So that's why here in the week before Christmas, I am just getting to my rom-coms, but they are for me quick reads. So I'm sure I will whip through them before this episode even goes live. And I always get a few questions of people being like, can I add you on Goodreads? Yes, it's linked in my profile. It is a public page. Add me as a friend. Would love to have you there. I love to see what y'all are reading as well. I get so many great ideas. Okay. So anyways, back to my Christmas plans. Oh, it's so interesting because I wrote my notes for this like three weeks ago and it's already interesting to see, okay, what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. And let me tell you, I wrote down that I wanted to try this mushroom Wellington recipe that I saw on TikTok. I am absolutely not going to have the energy for that. We will try again <laughs> next year to make that. I am going to make, like I said, my breakfast casserole with eggs and bread and veggies and whatnot on Christmas morning. Technically, I'm going to make it tonight. Like when you're listening to this Christmas Eve night, throw it in the fridge, throw it in the oven Christmas morning. It's called Babs Overnight Christmas Casserole. You can, if you're listening to this on Christmas Eve or make it for New Year's, whatever, New Year's Day, look it up on Google or TikTok. You can find the recipe. I think I got mine from like the Drew Barrymore website when she had this woman on who has the cookbook like the easiest breakfast casserole ever to throw together, throw in the fridge and throw in the oven the next morning. Let's just hope, let's, let's hope that turns out. Yeah, I really just appreciate a leisurely Christmas morning. And that was the way it always was in my household growing up too. Like I grew up mostly an only child. I have half siblings with my dad, but I maybe spent one Christmas morning with them in my whole life. And my mom and stepdad, they are leisurely slow living folk in general. Maybe that's where I get my passion for this kind of living from. But every Christmas morning it was like, okay, you don't wake us up before 8 a.m. And they do get up. It's like, okay, they are making their coffee before any presents get started. I am to have some juice or whatever to simmer myself. We get a Christmas movie or Christmas music on. We get settled in the morning before anything. And I think that was really beneficial for me as a child to grow up in that environment and to appreciate so much more than just presents on Christmas morning, which I know presents are exciting for kids on Christmas, but it really instilled some wonderful traditions for me. So I have a, a little list of things that I would love to do over my little five days off at Christmas and around Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Maybe it will give you some ideas. One, of course, this is a classic, but I really would love to go for a drive or walk, weather depending, because let me tell you, Right now when I'm recording this, the week of Christmas, it's raining outside. Mm -hmm. Rain. Rain in Canada? The week of Christmas? We haven't had any snow stick to the ground. Anyways, weather depending. I want to go look at Christmas lights. Last year we did Magic of the Lights with Boo and I have the cutest video of him driving through the tunnel of lights just in absolute awe of these lights. So I think it might be just something nice. I don't want to do Magic of the Lights again because it's expensive and busy and we are going to opt for free this year. But I'm going to look up the map of all of the big houses with big light displays in my city and go for a little drive on Christmas Eve, maybe, or Christmas day, night. Oh, this is a new one. And I'm going to have to suss out how my back is feeling on Christmas Eve night. But I would love to sleep in the living room this year with Christmas movies on under the lights of the Christmas tree and just have the Christmas tree lit up all night. I sleep with an eye mask and earplugs 
anyways, but I think it'd be so magical and fun to just wake up Christmas morning in the living room. And I mean, I have a pretty comfy couch. I sleep on the living room quite often if I'm sick or just not feeling like getting into bed. I think that would be fun. And of course, like I said, Christmas Eve. Okay, we're talking appetizers. We're talking hot chocolate. Christmas movies, aka Harry Potter and the Friends Christmas episodes. Ooh, and then Christmas Day. Okay, I am just crossing my fingers and toes. Every year, I typically am gifted a book for Christmas from somebody. So I'm crossing my fingers and toes that maybe my partner bought me a book for Christmas. I know it's hard for him because I read a lot of books and he can't keep up with what the heck I've already read. And so I made like an Amazon wish list that I think I've had up on my profile for like forever. And I was like, okay, these are books that are not available through the library. They're not on Kindle Unlimited. I will not read them unless someone buys me a physical copy. So that list is safe to buy from. So we'll see. But I usually love the tradition of gifting a book for Christmas or getting a book for Christmas and reading that on Christmas Day. I think it's a fun way as an adult to still enjoy your gifts and presents, even if it's not toys per se. Last year, we were so lucky. My best friend had gifted us a Friends TV show set Lego set, if that makes sense. Whatever. It was of like the coffee shop. Anyhow, it was a big task. I think we sat on Christmas Day watching Harry Potter, building it for like eight hours straight. It was bananas, but it was so much fun. And Lego is very expensive. So that is not happening this year. I was like, oh, we could buy something. I'm like, no, it's literally absolutely freaking not in the budget. That was the wildest gift I've ever been gifted by a friend. I was like, why have you spent this much money on me? Love them to death. But that was a bougie year. And so this year I'm like, okay, books would be so wonderful. And I got my partner two books for Christmas. So he would have reading material as well. I also, should I say, one of the things I got him, I know he does not listen to this and we're going to be off together on Christmas Eve anyways. So yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to spoil one of his gifts. I think it's really cool. And if you're on Book Talk, you've probably seen them before, but I got him a custom like library stamp. It says, you know, the library uh, from the library of, you know, his first and last name. I can't even remember what like art I got on this stamp. Anywho, I know he's going to have a heyday with that stamping all of his books on Christmas day. And he has quite a hefty collection of books. He's got just as many as me. He's probably got around 150 to 200 books because he collects Dragonlance and Forgotten Realms, uh, Dungeons and Dragons books. Anyways, he is so protective over his books. And some of his friends that are into D&D as well in his D&D group have wanted to borrow his books. And he's like really hesitant to lend them out, even though some of these books he has doubles of. He has different editions of them. And these are like, okay, I don't want to diminish it, but he purchases them from, you know, the Goodwill books or these books are for like three or four dollars, sometimes two. You know what? I'm just saying, I'm just saying he's, they're not super high value all the time, but they're his babies. So he's always like, you know, he'll end it out. And if his friend hasn't finished it within a month, he's like, <gasps> like seething. He's like, ha ha. Then he's like, okay, they better not be dog earing the pages. So I'm like, okay, we'll get you this library stamp. Then there will be a reminder. <laughs> your friends that this is not their book and to handle with care or he can just decide to never lend his books out. Anyways, that is something I got him that he can play with on Christmas day as well. Ooh, talking about all this is getting me in the Christmas spirit. I'm glad that I am recording this on this day where I was kind of in a funk at the start of the episode and we're only 20 minutes in. So you know what? I am doing well. I am proud of myself. Like I said, sometimes you just got to pull yourself, yank yourself out of that pity party and again, not force positivity, but being open 
to being in a better mood sometimes really does work. Okay, and then what else do I have on here? Yes, so I also wanted to mention, and we might flip-flop, let me see a little bit here, I don't know, but the time between Christmas and New Year's, we all know that time, it just feels like a permission slip to slow down, to just be. Life feels just laid back, time stands still. I'm not someone who has the luxury of having that time off of work. However, even knowing I have to work three days in that week, I'm like, wow, it doesn't even feel like work. Like it just feels more laid back. Like I might show up in sweats because anything goes between Christmas and New Year's. Something I like to do, and again, this isn't like Christmassy, but for some reason to me it is, and that's watching Gilmore Girls and Gossip Girl in that period of time. And like in that first week of January too, where kids are still off school, I think it's just that ingrained feeling of when you're in school, having those periods of time off, but as an adult, you, I don't know, some people do if you're lucky. I don't, but it still just feels like I should. So I still have all of these little habits that I started when I was in school that I like to implement now. For some reason, Gossip Girl and Gilmore, I mean, Gilmore Girls kind of fits all seasons. There's something about it that just feels a little Christmassy. Ooh, I'm seeing something else on my list that I don't know if it's gonna happen depending on my energy levels. I wanted to try making a Christmas tree focaccia bread. It's been a long time since I made focaccia because the last time I made it, I almost set my oven on fire because I didn't cook it in the right pan and the oil and the marinara because I was making like a pizza focaccia. We're going everywhere and smoking up the house. Anyways, I've had a little tumultuous relationship with focaccia since then. But I remember seeing these beautiful focaccias on TikTok with rosemary sprigs to make a tree and tomatoes to kind of decorate it. And I'm like, wow. That'd be so fun. And the time before I almost burned the house down with focaccia, the time before that focaccia turned out delicious. So we'll see. We'll see how much energy I have, how wild I'm feeling. That might be a boxing day activity. That could be a really nice boxing day activity to do. If I did, I find some rosemary and tomatoes. So we'll see. It might just be a plain focaccia. It might not be Christmas focaccia. Oh, my heart. One of the last things I have on my list is looking through my boo photo album and putting a little treat in his dish. If you've been listening, you know, we leave little offerings in Boo's food bowl. We keep his water bowl cleaned and full of water too. It's just, it's just how we are. You don't judge how people navigate grief. Anywho, we have currently a ketchup chippy in his food bowl. We'll switch that around Christmas time for something more festive to offer his spirit. That, again, I don't want to get too much into it. That's just something that makes us feel connected to him and close to him still. But if you know, you know, after he passed away, I printed out hundreds of photos, bought a photo album, stuffed it with all the photos so that I have a physical way to sit and go through all my favorite pictures of him. And I really love that. It's a very different experience than going on your phone. I also get stressed like, what if iCloud randomly gets deleted and I lose every picture? So I've got a family photo album, a friend's photo album, and a boo photo album. And that's definitely gonna be something that I'm going through on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Keep pictures of him everywhere, even while I'm recording this at my partner's desk. He, my partner has the better office chair, okay? He's always like, why is my chair so low? And I'm like, listen, it was podcast recording day, okay? My desk is for getting ready, not for work. Anywho, my partner has this really cute picture of Boo putting his chin up on his desk, um, on his desk, this picture. And it's really cute, so I get to he has it in a little picture stand on his desk. I get to look at that while I'm recording my podcast right now. I've got a picture, a Polaroid of him 
on my desk as well. We have pictures at the foot of our bed of him. There's a huge collage over his bed. They're everywhere. Okay, I have one in my office, two in my office, everywhere. I really, really appreciate the visual reminders and going through the photo album and seeing his little paw prints to the stamps we have at the back. I know that will be an important and probably emotional part of my Christmas day. Yeah, just redefining what Christmas might look like for me this year and giving myself grace for however that looks. The holidays always felt so magical as a child and I just wanna try and keep that feeling alive for myself and my partner in adulthood as much as we can. So here's to baking Christmas cookies, watching cheesy Hallmark movies, and waiting for Santa to come. That's all I have written for today. This is probably gonna be a little bit of a shorter episode just because, hey, it's Christmas. I hope y'all have plans anyways. And if you don't, that is totally okay too. I know, like I said, it is such a hard time of year and tricky time of year. Not all of us have family alive. Not all of us have family around. And chosen family is just as important, but it's also a privilege to have that in close proximity to you too. If you are celebrating alone, celebrating with your little cat, your little fur baby, whatever it might be, I hope that your Christmas is how you wanted it to look. Keep in mind during this weekend and week, the comparison is the thief of joy. There's gonna be a lot of really loud people on the internet showing their big family Christmas meals, their big Christmas presents. And remember to protect your mental health and separate that we're all allowed to have different lives. Happiness looks different for everybody. We're all in very different positions. And for me, I really just love the rest and relaxation aspect of Christmas. And that's what's most important to me. So happy holidays, my friends. Next week, we are going to be talking about why I don't do New Year's resolutions and all that comes with Christmas being over and entering the new year. And in January, we'll be back to our more regularly scheduled content, less Christmassy chat. I know it's been a very holiday heavy chat month, but hey, tis the season. Yes, happy holidays to everyone who celebrates and doesn't celebrate. I hope you're all taking care of yourself, remembering it's okay to be a little selfish and put yourself first to just take care. We'll catch y'all next Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, then you can you can find me on all my corners of the internet at Pick in the Meadow. I may not be very active. I've been pretty offline in December on my platforms just because it's it's overwhelming. But I've been keeping up with people in my DMs. Lots of people have been messaging me great book suggestions, author suggestions, bird pictures. I love it all. Pretty much lifts my spirits. And this is perfect timing that we're finishing because it sounds like my upstairs neighbors have an elephant over and are having a party with said elephant. Well, I'm gonna wrap this up now. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm not gonna say thank you for being here this year yet because we have one more episode to go, which I can't remember Sunday. Will that be New Year's Eve that that episode goes live? I think that might be New Year's Eve. I have not looked at statistics this month for my podcast. I have no idea if listenership is down. I'm sure it is because everyone is really busy this time of year. So thank you if you've stuck around and wanted to spend the time with me listening to these silly little episodes. I really appreciate all of you that listen to the podcast and love connecting with you. And this is just like my safe space. So thank you for being here and I will see y'all next Sunday. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.